1: And this week, it is, um, I mean, it's October, <laughs> and so we wanted to do a fun little take on uh, Witch's Brew. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a... Witch's Brew is pretty much just any drink you want
0: to make that's a creepy color. Yeah. Right?
1: I know. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. this
0: one, this one was fun. I mean, it was, it's melon liqueur, white rum, uh, fresh squeezed lime mm-hmm. topped with, we use the light sweet and sour mix mm-hmm. over ice. Yeah. so it's kind of everybody watching you can kind of see the two different colors it gets darker which means it's probably going to be stronger at the bottom
1: yeah oh my gosh it's, it's, I, it's really, really good, good. Isn't it? yeah. Yeah. We, uh-huh. we didn't
0: try it before we started recording
1: mm-hmm. I like because I like how tart it is <laughs> you're funny
0: that is really good
1: yeah oh yeah. it's excellent yeah I,
0: I really like that we may have to do this for our, our Halloween
1: party I know yeah oh man I'm so excited um, I, know, I know, well, we wanted to get out the Halloween decorations today, but we just got too busy. And, I've had a hellacious you know. week of work. Yeah. Of work. Uh-huh. And uh, so, but, yeah, we've been
0: on the road. Everybody knows, like, the last two videos mm-hmm. and podcasts we did were in from hotel rooms. Yeah. And it will be again in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I know. But, so this is our first week really back. Back
1: home. uh uh-huh. um,
0: So we're trying to get back settled in. And Yeah do everything. So, you're finally over your illness for the most yeah, part. Yeah,
1: for the most part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I may be clearing my throat here. Yeah. a little bit, but yeah. Um, and it's it's raining. So, yeah, you, may, be able you hear may the thunder, yeah. and
0: the rain hitting the
1: the house, the house and stuff, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. So, this week we are going to be talking about uh, pretty much it's it's been a, a big topic of discussion for people actually reaching out to us. Mhm. And it it's the most
0: common themed
1: question or question comment
0: statement story, mm-hmm. all all the above. yeah, from um,
1: everybody that has reached most people. Almost that have reached everybody
0: out. that has reached out, this has been a part of why they reached out. Mm-hmm. So we thought it really warranted the discussion.
1: yeah. Uh, we yeah, we we really wanted to talk about it. We're like, you know what? we because we had another person reach out. Mm-hmm. again this week and you know we were well, like you know yeah, we, we've had kind of back to back to back yeah we have and so we, we were like we we really need to talk about this and and just tell everybody else our feelings about it because there there may be other people that are you know wanting wondering the same thing but not really wanting to reach out to us mm-hmm. and so we want to get it out there for everybody yeah um, but before we get started with that, Seth has his dumbass <clears throat> post of the week. Yep.
0: This one is, I'm not built for no soft man. I talk back and don't listen.
1: Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, sh- that sounds like a piece of work. Yeah. For sure. Piece of something. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh-huh. I don't even know
0: what to say anymore. <clears throat> I mean, it's the, it's the same crap. I know.
1: I'm like, really, know? people, like... Get it together. (laughs) Oh, man.
0: I don't think it's so much the I don't listen part, but the I talk back and... I know. What what are you, five? I know. I talk back and don't listen. I mean, Uh that's something like a four-year-old says they do. (laughs) I know. You're an adult. Why would you even, you know, say that?
1: Uh Uh-huh. I know. So... Well, I know. And um, what kind of guy... Wants a woman like that.
0: Well, and this this is one of those things where you're actually the, the funny thing about this type of comment is it comes from that 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 woman that is touting this I'm strong and independent type uh-huh. of persona, but the actual statement is the complete opposite.
1: Yeah,
0: it's basically saying, I need a strong man to keep me in check,
1: uh-huh. which
0: is the exact opposite of being independent. Yeah,
1: I know. so
0: you're contradicting yourself.
1: I know. Uh, with your crazy ass, you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. Like I said, we're going to be uh, kind of just diving into what everybody has, most people have reached out to us and asked us for advice for. Mm-hmm. Um, and the main thing that, you know, people will, will say that they're having problems with their partner and they they really, you know, are kind of at... Their wits end mm-hmm. with with everything, and they just don't know what to do, and they're, they're wanting to, you know maybe seek counseling, but one partner isn't wanting willing to do it, or it doesn't even have to be, be that. Uh, you know, like maybe they've reached out and you know they said that they've they've been cheated on, and they just don't know. If they should end it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, th- I mean, there's several different... I mean, a lot of different scenarios.
0: D- di- there's unique circumstances for for the people reaching out. But there is
1: common, common. factors
0: and themes behind it. And mm-hmm. I, and I think, I think some of those common factors are, for whatever reason, the relationship is... The relationship and the sustainability of the relationship has become one-sided.
1: Mm-hmm yeah
0: it, one person and it's the person reaching out typically feels like they're the glue holding it together yes yeah and that that's kind of the first theme uh-huh. to it
1: yeah
0: um, you know I, I gave I gave the analogy just kind of off the cuff when we when we did our episode from denver about change uh-huh. a few weeks ago about the rowboat and if if you and your partner are in a rowboat and you're both on the side trying to get going somewhere and one of you is the only one paddling you're going in circles Mm -hmm. and a lot of the theme kind of piggybacking on that is this circle type of state they found themselves in where it it just kind of feels like it's cyclic and it's repeating itself that they're not getting anywhere they're not growing as a couple they're not growing as a relationship they're not growing as individuals anymore Mm -hmm. it's not really that it's not really that scenario where someone has outgrown their
1: partner, right? No, it isn't.
0: They aren't growing at all, mm-hmm. and and their their dead partner is not is, is not only hindering the growth of the relationship, it's hindering the growth of the active partner
1: mm-hmm. or both. I mean, both partners. Right? Well, yeah, I mean, they're yeah. sabotaging themselves, uh-huh.
0: but I mean, the the dead weight's dead weight. It's yeah. affecting you and your relationship, mm-hmm. um, and that's that's another one of the, the common themes behind it. And then I think another one is, is kind of kind of what we touched on last week about the, I've fallen out of love.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, that's a big one. Yeah. Uh-huh. And,
0: and, and they say it in different ways, mm-hmm. but I still think it's 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 very much there, that mm-hmm. that's, that's how they feel. And I think some people have a hard time saying that, even if it is through messaging on your phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, to someone else, or admitting to themselves, or admitting to anybody else that they've fallen out of love, mm-hmm. because of the things we talked about last week, where they, since they don't wish ill on them, they're like, "Well, I still love, I still love my, my husband, or I still love my wife," but and, and th- these have been from both sexes. Yeah. These, are, these are not just women. Not just it's women. Pretty much equal. It is. Of it both is. Both sides. Uh-huh. Which, which, for me, was kind of refreshing uh-huh. because I had just made the statement a few weeks ago that, you know why I kind of wanted to do this and so it was it was it's nice to see that men are listening I know yeah (laughs) because I I I overwhelmingly thought we were listened to by
1: women more women than Uh men Mm -hmm. I know it does seem more equal now Mm -hmm. um but yeah I don't know I mean because we personally or I know I personally went through went through this with my previous partner and Where I, you you do feel bad. You do feel bad about feeling the way that you do about considering leaving your partner. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's one thing that I don't know. I honestly don't know if the people reaching out are wanting an out from us or if they're wanting us to be like, it's gonna. It's okay. It's gonna be okay. You know, work through it, or or what they're wanting.
0: Yeah, and and I think that if they listen to us,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which I'm assuming, well, we know they have been because they reference
1: yeah, oh yeah, specific
0: things that we've said.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, so
0: I think it's the former. I think that they are my my opinion, and I could be wrong. My opinion is they're reaching out to us because they want that green light and okay to leave uh-huh. and if anybody's going to give you that green light and okay to leave it's us it's us yeah um and it doesn't mean that we don't find value in saving a relationship it doesn't mean we don't find no. value in working on your relationship it doesn't mean we don't find value in correcting your course and, and getting back on path with your partner the people that have reached out it seems they've tried those things mm-hmm. And it seems for the most part that they have, on the messages that we're getting and the conversations we're having, they have put forth their max effort Mm -hmm. into relationship. And the change is now solely on the shoulders of the deadweight partner who is not going to change Mm -hmm. and has showed them that they're not going to change. They're they're not up to the conversation. They're not up for therapy. They're not up for discussing it. They're not up for self-evaluation that... That those are all big signs that they don't give a shit about your relationship, mm-hmm. or you.
1: Yeah. You,
0: you should take it very personally that your own partner, who you care so much about that you're trying to salvage this relationship... Yeah, and
1: do everything that you can.
0: ...doesn't give a shit.
1: mm
0: And that's your biggest sign that you need to get out. I know. I mean, we, we kind of talked about some of the stuff in the,
1: in the three-part the, episode yeah.
0: of the beginning of the end... Mm-hmm. and. And your signs you're unhappy, beginning of the end, and then the <clears> end. Um, and these are, for the most part, I think these people are at the end.
1: It's oh, not signs. Yeah. It's not no. the beginning of the end. Uh-huh.
0: It's the end.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, I, I think that we, we, don't, we don't take it lightheartedly, and I don't think that, I don't want anybody to get the assumption that if somebody calls, oh, my, my husband and I fight all the time, should I leave? My answer is going to be no. I know. One of the things that is difficult for us when we're talking to one person is we don't know the whole story.
1: Yeah, you don't know both sides.
0: You're getting one side of the story. And that's where, you know, I've been in the conversation and I've, you know, I've asked you and we've talked about it. Like, what are they wanting? Are they wanting me to tell them, get Indeed. the fuck out?
1: Yeah. But like, and, and that's the thing. Because like, I, we both feel bad. Just... Saying that.
0: Because we too. don't know the whole story. Yeah, exactly. I haven't talk- we haven't talked to your partner. Mm-hmm. We don't know what their version of what's going on is. They may feel completely neglected. And and part of the problem is, is and, and I I did this, I, I truly thought I knew what was going on in my wife's head. Mm-hmm. I truly thought, or my ex-wife, I truly thought that I knew what she liked and didn't like and would try to speak for her. hmm when, I, even if it was just, you know, bantering with my own self of why is she unhappy? You know, she's got this, she's got that. And just even kind of going through it over my head. hmm And there's sometimes your partner is completely unhappy and unsatisfied in your relationship for a reason you have no idea about. I know. And they may not be comfortable telling you. Mm-hmm. And they may
1: not ever tell
0: you. <clears throat> and they've accepted their lot in life that this is how it is and they are upset and this is the fallout. Mm-hmm. But if they aren't willing to talk about it and aren't willing to communicate what their issue is, it doesn't mean your hands aren't any less tied. I know. But when you feel like your hands are still tied and you get that trapped feeling, you start trying to find some kind of, of way out and go into what you had said before about you feel guilty mm-hmm. almost about looking for that way out because you start second-guessing. Even your own actions and your and your efforts into it. Did I really do everything I could? Did yeah. I really try to save this? You know how much of this is on my on my shoulders, and you start kind of playing this this internal emotional and mental torture on yourself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which especially if you're going to be the dumper, that only you know what you're going through, mm-hmm. and well, well, I I've talked about it on here a little bit where the person that's doing the dumping has a little more time to emotionally prepare for what's going to happen at the end than the one that's getting dumped. Yeah, You're still on a journey by yourself until you cut that cord mm-hmm. and get rid of it. And that's where you start doing kind of the internal bargaining and coming up with your own excuses as why you shouldn't leave. Well, we've got the kids, we've got this, we've got that. But one of the things that, that you and I have talked about was, and I don't really know how to phrase this with without giving away, you know, too much information about things specifically that people have said. But if 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 you're if you are upset and frustrated with your partner because they are not a. Uh, Okay, let, let's say because we'll use you. They're an addict they're an addict. Mm-hmm. You are you are unhappy in your relationship and unhappy your partner because they're addicted to something. Mm-hmm. Drugs, alcohol, gambling, whatever the addiction is, they're an addict. You start to tell yourself that if this one thing would change, we could salvage this relationship.
1: Yeah, huh That's what I was gonna say. Oh, okay, you were trying to think of that. Yeah.
0: So the question that I all that I have and that I, I pose to you, and this I don't really know how to ask this of people that are reaching out because they're they're kind of specifically vague with some stuff.
1: Yeah, that's and,
0: true. And uh-huh. it's very hard to counsel via messenger.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> it is.
0: Tones lost, intense lost, and, and, and it, it can be difficult. And that's why I don't... Th- unless somebody called me or, or messaged me and said, mm. I'm in an abusive relationship with this and that, oh, yeah. I would be like, get out. But yes. other than that, I don't think virtually I would give that. Without hearing both sides of the story, I, I wouldn't give that. Yeah. But knowing what you went through and knowing that someone saying this one thing is what's ruining this. Mm-hmm. If the the big question you have to ask yourself is if that one thing changed, is that really the only reason you're unhappy?
1: I know. I know. And, and like, because you really did ask me that, you know, yeah. like, of of course, of course I'm going to say, you know, no, I I am so happy with my life now and, so, um, you know, I, I, I didn't want, <laughs> it was going to be shit no matter what. Mm-hmm. I really do think it was though. I think, it, I don't think that there was any salvaging that relationship, even if he did everything that I said
0: mm-hmm. and to change for the parameters that you wanted him to be Uh huh and And the reason I ask that question is because I think what somebody finds themselves in is they're with a partner that has become a below average partner mm-hmm. on some kind of level, Some they are a below average partner. And so your bar for what makes you happy, what keeps you content, what you feel you need to grow as a person in a, in a relationship and as a couple, your bar has lowered. Mm-hmm. And so now you're almost just begging for them to put in the bare minimum,
1: mm-hmm.
0: not even go above and beyond. And the problem with that is giving the bare minimum is not going to be – jeez, i got a hiccup <laughs> – is not going to give you the success you need to be in a truly happy, unconditional type of marriage.
1: Yeah. I know. And
0: so that, that's why I asked that question of, of, of you, and that's that's one of the questions I would, I would, you know, pose to anybody asking that. Well, you know, they're just doing this. Our dog's about to run into the tripod. Oh, shoot. When it storms, he gets really scared, and so he doesn't know what to do. Yeah, poor guy. But is, is whatever the problem is, even if it's five things, even if it's ten things, like you said— even if they fix all of those, are you just going to be the bare minimum happy, or will it really be a complete one hundred and eighty turnaround of marital bliss?
1: I know, I know. Well, and I think that it really, I think it really depends on. I think it depends on the, the amount of time that they've been not good. I guess like. Mm-hmm. The the amount of time that they've been doing, you know, whatever it is. If if I knew in the beginning of our relationship that he was, you know, I don't know, drinking a lot or Mm -hmm. whatever. And if I could, if we can help curb that in the very beginning, maybe it would have been a little bit different. Mm -hmm. And if he, you know, did... All of that, if he right. did do, and then maybe it wouldn't have led to mm-hmm. other drugs right. or whatever. But I think, yeah, I think that it, it depends on when. It, you need to bring if something is wrong right away in the relationship. You need to bring it up right away mm-hmm. because I because eventually the resentment is going to build up mm-hmm. and. By the time you know it, it is too late, and yeah. you're not. No matter what they do, it's not going to matter, and you're not gonna. You're not gonna want to. You,
0: you pass a point of no return. Yeah, it's just you're repairable at that mm-hmm. point, even in your eyes. Mm-hmm. But people, even when you hit that point, people still cling to this this idea that if they would just change the way I want them to, we can save it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There he goes. He smacked mm-hmm. into it,
1: <clears throat>
0: and. Unfortunately, that's incorrect. It's mm-hmm. it's just not. And I think that if if your partner has to have a complete personality and lifestyle overhaul to be the person to provide you a a happy fruitful growing relationship, that that's almost an impossible task for someone to do. Mhm. And, you know, I've I've seen it's these not couples. Fair. It's yeah, not I've fair seen to. these couples that are like, you know, I'm I'm married to and I used to see it a lot when I was very involved with the church as, as a as a young, you know, adolescent and young man and things like that. Where these people that you know, the wife was going to church without the husband every weekend. And she would pray and pray and pray that if he would just go to church with me, if he would just go to church with me we could we could say this, I don't want to give up on him. You know, he's, he could be a good man and he just needs to find the Lord. And they would, would come up with 101 things that this person needed to do. And there was really just one step they wanted him to take and they felt that all this other stuff would fall into place. Mm-hmm. And that was completely unrealistic. Yeah. And so what you would see is finally, the guy would come to church. And after a few sessions, a few months, whatever, they would become saved and accept the Lord as their savior. And it didn't change the marriage. Yeah, They were still a dud. They were just a dud with a Bible under their arm now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it didn't provide them a happier or better marriage or a better quality of life mm-hmm. or increased attitude about their marriage. It was just, it was like, well, he was a drunk that was a loser and now he's a sober loser. Yeah. And a loser's a loser whether they're drunk or high or not. I know, and that was what you typically saw, and I think that
1: I mean there's miracles that happen. There right. is, there is some, because I mean, you know that you do see people that are like, oh my gosh, you know, when this happened in my life, everything changed,
0: mm-hmm. and well, there was a turning point.
1: Yeah, and uh, and so there is some people that. It, things work, things do work out, but that's a very, very small percentage.
0: Yeah, but everybody's hopeful that that's them.
1: <clears throat> I know. Because yeah. they
0: hear those stories. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's the problem with sharing these one in a million stories mm-hmm. of those miracles is everybody thinks it's them. Mm-hmm. And the chances that it's you are so
1: slim. Yeah, they are.
0: And people are still like, so you're telling me there's a chance? <laughs> and I'm telling you there's not.
1: Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. Um <clears throat> we were we were also talking about your so with your experience. So, of course, I had a definitive reason for leaving my ex. Mm-hmm. And there's some people that which your ex-wife mm-hmm. is one of them that don't really have a specific reason for leaving mm-hmm. but they want to leave anyway right and <clears throat> honestly that's okay yeah it is, i mean and, and
0: it's i I think that it's And I guess from my perspective, I I can only kind of imagine Mm
1: -hmm.
0: what that's like, but I think that, you know, kind of going back to the, I've fallen out of love, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: when, as you said, when there's a specific reason, when you can point to, I'm unhappy because this person is doing this and it's ruining their life and it's ruining my life. Mm I don't want to say that that's easier, but at, at least there is a big reason to yeah. say, I left because of that. Yeah. When you would just wake up one day, or over the course of several days, or over the course of time, and you're like, fuck, I just don't like this person anymore. Yeah. I, I, I am just not attracted to them. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't, they don't do it for me. I, you know, I, my list of the cons of them are far outweighing the pros, but they haven't done anything mm-hmm. it's not their fault i just decided all of a sudden i don't like their personality mm-hmm. i don't like their sense of humor i don't like their touch i don't like their smell i don't like whatever it is that you are just now completely turned off to your partner or from your partner that has got to be extremely tough mm-hmm. to be like i don't even know I, it's, it's on and I, I i would think that they're kind of like I wish they would do something yeah. bad. Uh-huh. Why aren't they cheating on me? Why uh-huh. don't they? You know, I've kind of then said, I could just
1: leave them. I've kind of
0: said that before that I, I, I kind of thought that she wanted me to cheat just so she would be able to say, Oh, he cheated and I got out of there. Yeah. Because she couldn't come to terms with the fact that she didn't have something specific to point to at me. I d wasn't drinking at all at the time. I wasn't you know, verbally abusive, physically abusive, and I'm not saying this to get a cookie. I'm just saying there was there was nothing that most people can point to in a relationship and say I went out because they did this.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm sure she. I'm sure she thought, well, he's a good dad, and mm-hmm. you know, he is a good guy, and that's that's one thing that we we have heard too. You know, both sexes. Yeah. You know, he's a he's a great guy, or she's a good woman. Mm-hmm. My and family they, really likes yeah, them. They haven't done anything to me. Yeah.
0: You know, On paper, they're perfect, mm-hmm. and, and you just can't seem to tangibly f- figure out and put your finger on, why don't I want to be with this person?
1: Yeah.
0: And then the second phase of that is sometimes somebody will get up the nerve to be like, you know what, for whatever reason, I'm not happy, and it's making me angry, and I, I start lashing out at this person for no apparent reason,
1: Yeah,
0: almost to provoke them and, and get the fight because you want to see this horrible bad side of them so you can kind of force out this. This demon Beast. that you can point yeah. to and say, oh, that's it. That's the straw that broke the blade. Quit walking into the camel. Huh. Poor little guy. He's blind. He can't help it. And
1: uh, <laughs> That's the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. Yeah, I know.
0: And, and they don't get that. Mm-hmm. And so they're finally like, all right, you know, I'm going to figure out how to verbalize this and let them know I'm leaving. And then the second phase is, oh, shit, did I make the wrong decision? Because... They are a great person. Mm-hmm. They haven't done anything. You know, all of my friends are in these horribly dysfunctional marriages where, the, the, you know, their wife's doing this. They don't trust their wife. They, 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 they've they got this drinking problem. He's got this gambling addiction, whatever it is. And we didn't have that at all. Did I just throw away something great? Mm-hmm. And no, you didn't.
1: Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah.
0: Marriage is not something, and this was a mistake that I had made, and it was a statement I made with my ex-wife. Marriage is not a game that you can play where you're allowed to say so and so would would give anything to be in your shoes.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. That's just so wrong. And I
0: I used to think that a lot because I was like, "Why are you so mad? I do more for you than any of your friends' husbands do at all." Uh-huh. None of our friends, none of your friends and other people you hang out with, they don't cook. They don't clean. They don't do laundry. They aren't taking the kid to school and packing their lunch and picking them up and trying to do homework with them. And and all of the stuff that I did, none of them were doing that. And it was a moot point because to her, it didn't matter. Mm -hmm. And it's not that those things are trivial and that they shouldn't matter, but how does it even contribute to your partner's happiness? Because just because you think it should make them happy is an unfair expectation to put on them that it should make them happy. I know. They have to decide what makes them happy.
1: I know. And
0: sometimes you just don't make them happy.
1: Well, I know. I think that that is... I think that people, sometimes in those situations, they don't don't know. They really don't know why they're unhappy, Mm -hmm. though. And they do need to figure it out for themselves. They need to be alone for... A little while.
0: The biggest mistake guys and girls do when they go through that is they immediately start to get in another relationship. Mm -hmm. And that's the worst thing you can do because I think... Not everybody. I know with my... I'll speak on her behalf. (laughs) (laughs) She had some kind of hole in her life in this level of discontent that she couldn't put her finger on. I think that some people would say, well, she needed religion, she needed this and that. But it was like she had this empty hole that she was always trying to fill with something. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And she couldn't figure it out.
1: And then, like, sometimes it was shopping. Yeah,
0: sometimes it would be shopping. Sometimes it would be, you know, little stupid pleasures of stuff. Starbucks. Starbucks, (laughs) whatever it is, to get these little glimpses of happiness. Mm -hmm. And... When you are in a place of misery and you're miserable with your partner, even if they aren't the direct cause of your misery, sometimes you're a miserable person. And the mere change of getting away from the person that you thought was making you miserable initially seems like, oh, wow, I made the right decision. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And and you still should have left. I'm not going to dispute that. But you didn't fix yourself mm-hmm. and you find yourself in the exact same position in the next relationship
1: you know I, I, uh, I think that like we've, we've talked about it before, and a lot of people that that are unhappy and have that like hole mm-hmm. they they'll do they'll do certain like specific little things like rearrange the furniture in the house a lot. over and over yeah. and over again and they are trying to make a change.
0: Mm-hmm. They feel like they don't have control. Uh, yeah. And I can at least control where the love seat and the couch and the chair is in my mm-hmm. house.
1: But then they're right. like, no, that's not right. I'm but not happy
0: with the color of the paint. I'm going to repaint the living room.
1: Yeah. And it's constantly something. Mm-hmm. And you're just never content. Yeah. And you really mm-hmm. need to dig down yeah. deep and figure out mm-hmm. what it is exactly that you're not happy with because it's not.
0: It's you. Yeah, it's, it's not the house. Yeah, it's not the house, and and it's, it's not your partner. Mm-mm. For the most, sometimes it's yeah. you, mm-hmm. you, you, and that's where you you have to learn how to fix yourself first. Mm-hmm. And I think you can fix yourself in your relationship,
1: mm-hmm.
0: because sometimes the person thinks that they're miserable because of their partner or, or just being in a relationship is is one hundred percent miserable because of who they are, and you need to focus on yourself. So once you get out of that, you need to. Figure out how you can be happy by yourself. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And I really mean by yourself. Not living with friends, not living with family, not buddying up and being a roommate Mm -hmm. with someone else. Figure out how to truly be independent and make yourself happy. And if you can't figure that out, find someone that can. But until you fix yourself... You are going to keep going through that same cycle. You're going to end up with another partner, mm-hmm. and you're going to find yourself in the same boat where you're unhappy and you don't know why, and it's because you didn't step back and get yourself fixed before you strung along some other poor partner and brought them into this mix.
1: hmm Yeah.
0: And, and that's how we see life repeats it, repeat itself. I mean, specifically. I mean, it, it is uncanny. The people that we have seen that have, ah, I hate my relationship. I, I can't stand my partner. I don't like being a mom. Um, this is just too much work. It's too much stress. I wish I had never gotten pregnant. I wish we would never gotten married. End it. Get divorced. Start dating someone who looks just like same. the last partner. Exactly. End up fucking pregnant. End up fucking married. And guess what? No surprise, no spoiler alert here.
1: You're not happy. You're not happy uh-huh.
0: because you made the exact same mistake with another person. Yeah, you're the problem, not your previous partner and not your not current your partner. Current one. It's you. You make shitty decisions, and you have not figured out how to fix yourself.
1: I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Oh yeah, I know. Well, it, and it's it just seems like it seems like it would be so simple to to just recognize that i i did this this and this in my previous relationship i'm not gonna do that yeah (laughs) anymore and and make better decisions Mm -hmm. but people just don't do that Yep. they just they don't learn
0: yeah they they don't they do not absolutely they don't
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and it's kind of entertaining to sit on the sidelines and watch it play out.
1: <laughs> it's kind of sad, though. It is.
0: I mean, and we've had people that I've been like, you watch. They're going to do the exact same thing.
1: I know. And like
0: clockwork, sure as shit, here we go it again.
1: Happens.
0: Round two, just different sparring partner.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: Exact same scenario, exact same beginning, exact same ending. I
1: know.
0: And it's like, how many times are you going to make that mistake? mm mm-hmm. Fix yourself. Yeah. Get your own priorities straight. Figure out how to make yourself happy and quit relying on somebody else. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, the the fix to your own happiness is completely in your hands, not somebody else's.
1: Yeah. Well, I w- yeah I would no, think most time, so yeah. yeah most of the time, it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. There's some there is some situations where, yes, it is your partner weighing you down, and I mean. That's how it was for me. Mm -hmm. My ex completely weighed me down. And I was depressed. I was overweight. I just... I didn't have any self-confidence. You didn't have any drive, ambition. Yeah. Yeah. And completely... He completely weighed me down. And then the moment that I left him, it was... Everything just completely changed. I literally felt a weight lifted off of me. Oh yeah, and well, and everything just continued to get better throughout the year. That especially that first year of not being with him.
0: Well, and and your your next relationship with me, I was the complete. I was nothing like your ex oh, at, not all. at all. And you were nothing like my ex. Mm-hmm. Um, there there is zero similarities in. Our marriage, and what my last marriage was like. Yeah, and one of the ways that you can tell if you're the problem or your partner was the problem is the level of happiness both of you have after it's over. Oh, I know. Long term, not immediate. I'm not talking like within the next few months. Because a lot of people get divorced or separate, and it's like I'm getting back out there. I'm having fun. I remember my ex-wife all of a sudden was became Party girl. Party well not not just that, but she was a little misadventurous wanting to go Oh, I know sightseeing. Yeah. The, she's like, I'm loving it, I'm living it up. I'm going here. I'm doing that and that wore off. She was going hiking. She was running around, you know, the mountains, going to all these other places. Really, and you're like, really? You don't when, like do what any the of that hell? When You know, the whole together. time we were in California I was begging you to go do that stuff with me and our son and you refused to do it. And now all of a sudden, you've decided that's number one priority. Yeah,
1: and you're going camping. Yeah. And, and before, you would be like, I'm not even
0: right going to not take
1: a shower. <laughs> right, <laughs> <Whatever>. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and then immediately, or shortly after, that wore off, mm-hmm. and she found herself in the same place. Mm-hmm. And that initial burden drop, and the relationship was over, gave her a big sense of relief where she felt free. Mm-hmm. She felt Unchanged, she felt independent, and she, you know, she had all the the money to live that type of lifestyle,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and truly be independent, and she was.
1: Yeah.
0: And she had a great level of happiness, and I know she was like, "This was the best thing I ever did." Getting divorced was the best thing I ever did. But then, she's a creature habit,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and she eventually started to go back to what she was doing, the things that she said she didn't want to have. In our marriage, and why, what made thing. her unhappy, everything that she listed when we got divorced, that she said, I don't want to do this, 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 or this. I don't want to worry about this, that, and the other. Within two years, everything that she said that she didn't want in her life, she had again. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, my happiness has just been climbing and climbing and climbing, <laughs> and I didn't make the same mistake.
1: I know. Uh-huh. And
0: so I, I think that, and we've seen that, and a lot of times... You know, We've seen very specifically almost that exact same story where the one person that is so unhappy pulls the trigger, decides to leave, and is like, oh, this is great. Why didn't I do this years ago? And the person that they left is like, my world is turned upside down. I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And you start to see the dumper happiness climbs while the person starts to go lower. Mm-hmm. But then... They peak very quickly, and then it starts to immediately go back down. And what happens is the other person surpasses their peak of happiness mm-hmm. tenfold. That's how you know you were the problem, or your partner was the problem.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, I know. I, I was just thinking like about a couple people that that I know, or we know specifically that have that have left their partner and. I'm so happy for them. I'm yeah. so happy that, like, cause their partner did weigh them down, you know, mm-hmm. and and they did. They made the right decision, and you can tell. You can, you can just tell with yeah. their happiness. You know, it's been months and months now, mm-hmm. and it's like, yes, you yeah. made the Years. right decision.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, th- there's. I, I don't think there's a perfect answer for every complete scenario.
1: Um,
0: it, you know, and I, I think that, you know, kind of going back to the initial thought process behind it and, and really our, our, our questions to listeners and to viewers and, and our audience and followers, if you're seeking out anybody, not us, not it, it can be us, but anybody... Yeah. If you're seeking out and you want to share your story with anybody, you know what you're looking for. Uh Are you looking for someone to tell you it's going to be okay? Uh Or do you know deep down you should leave and you just need someone to tell you you should leave? If you're already in that conundrum, that's your biggest sign right there that Uh you should probably leave. If you've done what you feel was necessary and very, very specific to the fact that you have a partner that does not care to salvage the relationship. If they are not putting forth effort, yeah, you cannot make that marriage survive on your own.
1: No, no way. I know, and that was another thing that we that how that we talked about last week. That or no, it was a couple of weeks ago. I think it's strong <laughs> at, the end, at the end. Holy it does, crap! Right? Um, but how you know you can't. How how I was reading that one blog and how, you know, one partner needs to give, a hundred percent even when the other even when the other one is not giving anything. That's where I I got my
0: rowboat story out of. Yeah, was that comment?
1: And it's not that's just not gonna work. It's Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, you can't or it it can only you can only survive for so long. Yeah, you can't you can't keep rowing the boat. Yeah and your your arms are going to get tired. You're going to mm-hmm. end up sinking. Yeah. And it's not it's just not going to work out for you. Um I don't know. I mean it's I don't know what to like I said before. I don't know the answer that that people are looking for, but I think that how you said
0: mm-hmm.
1: they they already know what they're yeah. looking for. Sometimes I just wish that, like, that they would, <laughs> they would tell us to be yeah. open and you know honest and be like, I want to leave. I want to leave. You know, just tell me to leave. Yeah. I want tell you to leave. Uh-huh. Uh huh.
0: You know, I, I mean, you're gonna know your relationship better than, than we us. are. Uh huh.
1: I mean, unless we did know both sides.
0: If you if you even if you're choosing to paint the picture of your marriage as more unhappy than it really is that's just a reflection of what you really truly think about it mm-hmm. and I don't think
1: well I, even if they're trying to paint it happy and it really is not happy
0: well, yeah, yeah I mean you've got to be honest with yourself before you're going to be honest with anybody else
1: uh-huh.
0: and as, that's your first step
1: well and I mean and, and the he's a great guy or she's a great woman thing you know so what? S- says that right there yeah mm-hmm. uh, you know there's a lot of good people mm-hmm. out there and, and just because they you're Partner that you're either not attracted to, or something happened in your relationship to where you're not, you're both not in it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Yeah. That, that you're a good person. You're,
0: I, I think we kind of, talk, I don't want to make a big deal about this on this episode because I think we kind of do it separate, but your tastes change. Mm hmm. Your your appetites change, and I think your appetite for your partner can change as well.
1: But you have to continue to grow together, though.
0: Yeah. But I think that I I believe there's no I, I I'm, I'm hesitant to say this. I don't think there's a reason too petty to end a relationship. I <laughs> and know we
1: were talking about it, and and <laughs> and we were like, what about like. Uh, you know, oh, I can't stand the way they chew their gum. Yeah, or they, yeah, they they, chew they their click gum.
0: their jaw every time they do. This. Yeah.
1: Well, is that know? a bad? Is that a good reason or bad reason to leave someone? And it's like, well, honestly, if you can't handle that yeah, for the rest of your if life, <laughs> you aren't going to be happy, and it's unrepairable. Mm-hmm. I mean, that
0: was one of the things. Whenever you know we started, you know, sleeping together mm-hmm. was I'm such a light sleeper. If you snored, I there's no
1: way. Well, and you and you like warned me too about you're snoring mm-hmm. because I'm sure that well your ex made you feel bad about snoring and mm-hmm. being loud and stuff, and you're like, shit, you know, am I a bad partner because of it? Yeah. you know,
0: because I had the I can't I can't stay with you if you snore. But mm-hmm. guess what? I snore. I snore.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not that bad, right?
0: No, I don't think so. I'm it luckily, never wakes you. Yeah, you're a heavy. Luckily sleeper. Luckily, I'm so. a heavy sleeper. So we can't tell. I guess I need to record myself sleeping to see how bad it actually is. <laughs> I
1: don't.
0: But think everything it. wakes me up
1: mm-hmm.
0: at night. Yeah. Most everything. Yeah. Um. And so that was one of those things where I was like, I can't. I can't do this. If You know. It, it. It would be absolute torture on me to be in that relationship. And some people would say, well, that's, that's stupid. Yeah. Wear earplugs uh-huh. or do something. Yeah. Is there a way around it? Maybe. And explore those. But
1: well, uh, like, why would you marry someone that you couldn't stand? Though? Yeah.
0: Right. That they, they did something that irritated you so bad because yeah. bringing it up all the time and poking fun at it all the time does nothing for it.
1: Uh-uh.
0: Um, you know, and I think that my, my ex would try to joke about the things that I did that she didn't like to other people to try to, either feel more comfortable or lighten the mood or, or get the similar feedback. Oh, you're not alone. My husband does the same thing mm-hmm. or whatever it is. And I don't know if that ultimately brought her any level of comfort or not because if you are complaining about your partner snoring and you talk to 20 women and they're like, oh, honey, my husband snores all the time, that doesn't mean you're going to get any better sleep.
1: Yeah, I know. So. M- maybe maybe it felt okay for her to vent about it to other people. and. Mm-hmm. And be able to talk to someone about it. The kicker was
0: she snored too. That was.
1: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and you recorded her? You said. Yeah, right? Yeah, I recorded yeah. <laughs> it. Yeah,
0: and and showed it to her. She thought I was making it happen. Oh my god! We had a fight over that.
1: <laughs> That's awful. <clears throat> but. But yeah, like petty stuff, though. You know, like it. Honestly, it doesn't. It may seem petty or whatever at first, but if it if it really is that important to you that something quote unquote petty mm-hmm. bothers you, then don't <laughs> don't stay with that person. I would say, hopefully don't stay with that person, don't marry that person, yeah, if it comes out later, yeah. maybe I know well and and like that's the other thing is like uh one of the the people that reached out, they were like. You know, I've listened to most of your episodes and all that, and um, and I really wish that I would have listened, listened to you guys married. before I got yeah. married, but you live and you learn, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, I've, I don't think that single people are necessarily listening, listening to that. our episodes and trying to... Well, we have
0: some divorcees that listen.
1: Yeah. Quite a bit. Yeah, that's true. Because
0: they're like, oh, and they say the same thing. Mm-hmm. Or they they've made the statement that oh, if I had listened to this when I was still married, I would have been really mad at what you said. Yeah, but you're right, and uh-huh. that's why I would have been mad. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> yeah. But. I I mean I, I think that the if there's no effort there from your partner to change, and even if it is the petty things, if it is the you're snoring, you're snoring, you're snoring go see a doctor, get nose strips, use nasal spray. What If they aren't willing to do things to fix the petty stuff, if they aren't willing to do the things to fix the big, big stuff, if you aren't feeling appreciated or valued or that your contribution to your relationship matters to them, once again, they just don't see value in you or the relationship at all.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you're putting more stock in the relationship than they are.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And if it's, I said it, Last week before, if it's not reciprocated, that's a horrible sign. Mm-hmm. If your effort, your love, your attention, your drive, your passion for your relationship, whatever it is, if it's not equally reciprocated by your partner, you you, you aren't in a, in a healthy, happy, functioning, long-term marriage. Right. You're going to have to continually work. You're, you're going to remove that piece that should make it effortless.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I know. Well, and I think that... Both. So, if you are, if you are on on that boat, and you you do have, you know the the definitive things to point to. Two. Point mm-hmm. to uh, you know the. Ask yourself that question. You mm-hmm. know if if the, all of this changed, would I be happy? And be yeah. honest with yourself. Um, and if you wouldn't be happy, then what, what are you still doing in the relationship? Mm-hmm. And I think that for, well, I think especially for people that have, you know, put in all the effort and done everything that they could,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's like, really, you know, I don't think that it's, it's worth it, right. but for the people that don't have a definitive reason to to leave the person
0: mm-hmm. make sure it's not you
1: yeah <laughs> first uh-huh and
0: but if it is if not, it
1: is well and if it is you fix it fix fix yourself yeah talk and to your
0: partner about it yeah get some help mm-hmm. get yourself straightened out and then move forward yeah but if it's not you if if you have just fallen out of love if you have just Hit a point where you just can't stand being around your partner.
1: It's okay. Even if it is
0: you. It's okay to leave. It's
1: okay to leave.
0: But once again, just kind of figure out what you need to make yourself happy that you can provide, not that somebody else can.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have anything else to add. Yeah. If you... I don't. Okay. Okay. Sure. If you have anything, continue to reach out. Yes, please. Yes, we, we we
0: enjoy it. We I don't want to say that we enjoy your misery. No, because we don't. But uh-uh. you know, we're 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 there to.
1: Yeah, we're here to listen. Yeah. We're here to to give you any advice that we could, mm-hmm. and and if you, you know, we always encourage both partners to listen or watch our episodes together, mm-hmm. and. Discuss them. Yeah.
0: Talk about what you agree with, what you disagree with. Yeah. Talk about if if we hit on something that you feel you you're doing, your partner's doing. Mm-hmm. Talk about it. Yeah. Peacefully. Yes. And discuss mm-hmm. it, and have a conversation about it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, if you have anything, yeah, continue. Yeah, please always. reach out. Always, reach out. we're Let us know. we're
1: always here. You know me. It may take. Oh, and sometimes the messages they get like. Um. It's like a request, a message request, and so we won't see lost, it for yeah. like a day or so. Like, so, oh, what the heck's this? Yeah, so, yeah. So don't don't think that we're not gonna respond because we will. Mm-hmm. We respond to, yeah. to all of our messages. Yep, everybody. Um, but yeah, I mean, thank you all for mm-hmm. for for reaching out for giving us this episode to talk about and mm-hmm. to to tell you guys what you know our thoughts on it and everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. But as always, thank you all for listening. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks.